Allow me to sip my vodka before we get this party started. Some cold vodka, man. Keep it in the freezer. It's water. It's Florida water. That's even better. Here it is. You have your scratcher ready? Just, just. Oh, where's my? Oh God, I found my back scratcher, guys. We're ready to go. Hello and welcome to That Park Life Podcast. Today we have 50% more co-hosts. That's true. <laughs> yes. There's a third of us now. There's a third of us. And it turns out that two of the three of us, Beth, turns out have uh, back scratchers with us. I know. I, I'm i out. I'm out of the game. I don't I know where my back so. scratcher is. We have one. I literally feel like I just saw it somewhere, but now I don't remember where I saw All it. All the so cool kids. Somewhere. The other cool kid here... Sorry, the other cool kid here is Jen, Jen Drennan, who we probably mentioned like every episode. It sounds like a lot. Yeah. But she's here. I am. Hi, glad guys. Thanks. I'm glad that someone else can laugh with us when our uh, we do our intro because we're always dancing and stuff. And it's usually just <laughs> the two of us being idiots. And she's over there giggling. And I'm like, OK, I guess it is entertaining. Yes. Uh, mostly. Well, I, was... I was just thinking you always say that you're dancing in the beginning of the intro or singing. And now I really see it. So yes. it's true. <laughs> Today I sacrificed dancing to scratch my head with my scratcher because I just sometimes you need a good scratch, you know. Get that scratcher. Get that scratcher. Uh, so what's going on over there, either of you? Jen, just hanging out, getting ready for uh, another work week. Unfortunately, that doesn't involve Disney. Oh. Uh, we were talking before about some manatees. Will you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just a minute ago, I was having to rescue my son from a creepy stuffed manatee. You His might eyes be from were Florida if your kid is scared of manatees. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a creepy monster in the closet. It's a straight up manatee, stuffed manatee in the room. To each their own, to each their own. I don't know if I've ever seen a creepy manatee. The manatees, of course, the sea cows of right. the world, right? Yeah. But I don't know if I've seen a creepy one. Your sea cow, whatever. Sea I cow. have a feeling, I don't know, I don't know if I do or don't believe in reincarnation, but if I did, I have a feeling that that might come back as a creepy manatee. I guess. I'm trying to think of it. I'll probably have a weird dream tonight about a manatee that's scary. Just coming right at you with big eyes open. Hey, dude. <laughs> More on that later. <laughs> what do you got going on, Greg? Um, I've been eating a lot, guys. Um, girls. I, uh, I had a lunch date with Nicole at Kona at the Polynesian. You may have seen some photos. I think I posted some stuff. I don't remember. Uh, to start, I don't know if you've ever eaten a Kona for lunch. The lunch menu is different than the dinner menu. It's a lot less sushi. That's kind of what they're known for at night. Um, uh, of course, some nice fresh rolls with some macadamia nut butter. Ooh, Delicious. Um, Nicole got yum. probably the best looking burger I've seen in a long time. Now, she's gluten-free, so she got on a gluten-free bun. That part's not attractive, but that's just the nature of eating gluten-free sometimes. Um, it's a burger patty, fine, but it had this huge cheese crisp on it. So it's like, you know, fried cheese, not deep fried, just like fried to the point where it became like a circle of crispy cheese. It was crusty cheese. Hopefully that sounds... It's basically a cheese it No, well, like it clearly was shredded cheese that was fried in a pan with like a little bit of oil and it became like mm -hmm. a disc of fried cheese. Okay. Um, that was on the burger. The uh, bacon on it was maple bacon and it was like perfectly cooked. It wasn't crispy. So like when you bit into it, you didn't like... Do you ever like bite into really crispy bacon and it like cuts your mouth? Yeah. <laughs> like a little shards of whatever. 
Um, it was like super fresh, uh, big giant onion on it, lots of regular cheese on there too, and it was excellent looking. I didn't have it. My sandwich was just okay. But um, we had a great time. We walked over to the Grand Floridian, like a little, like we mentioned kind of on our date night episode, how you can either go to either of those resorts and walk in between them. And it's a nice little romantic walk. We walked by the wedding pavilion and whatnot. Of course. Um, we also went to Olivia's two or three nights ago with some friends. And listen, I think it's maybe number two. My number two uh, fried chicken meal. What? It's my number two. No, my meal here was probably number two in terms of fried chicken. I think number one, the fried chicken at the Grand Floridian Cafe is number one. But the okay. fried chicken, the southernmost buttermilk fried chicken, I think is the official name of it. At Olivia's. Nine out of ten would recommend. Very good. Like super good. Sounds delicious. Very good. Hopefully you're not they're not messing up the fried chicken, so I don't know, but I think we may have learned some inside information while we were there. Ooh, are you gonna share with us or no? Nope, that's it. No, I mean this is so the server was telling us that it is her opinion. Her opinion, but maybe she knows some things, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe she talked to Olivia herself. She probably did. And uh because uh, we were talking to the server about paper straws versus plastic and, and oh. caring about turtles and whatnot. And it is her opinion that Disney is working on technology uh, that they'll be able to use on cups at restaurants. Almost, she's like kind of like a sippy cup, but it is something that they would handle and reuse and rewash to be used again. Not something that would be disposed of at all. Oh. So they would basically supply their own toppers with built-in straws on them if you want that kind kind of thing, uh, which is interesting. Hmm, yeah. Would, would you use that kind of thing? I probably would. I'm like really big on recycling and stuff like that. So I mean, the option, the other option, is be no straw at all. Just take the glass and sip you out of it. You gotta have a straw. You gotta have the straw. I don't know. They uh, well, they had recently. I, I we were in Charleston last this past week and in Mount Pleasant, they had recently passed the like plastic ban or whatever. So all the restaurants essentially have paper straws now and I hate them. I hate the paper straws. I'm like, I'll just bring my own straw. That's what I need to start doing is just put one in my bag and bring yeah. it with me. Well, some and of then, the, sorry, again, I was gonna say, and then the discussion went to, well, there's, I always use a metal straw, like in my, my big tumbler cup every day. And there was a news story that came out that this woman like fell and the straw went through her eye oh. and she died. And it was like, I mean, I'm sorry she died, but that's such a freak accident. I know. Accident. I'm that's... like, that's a freak thing. Like, you can't... now everybody don't freak out about these straws. So I'm still going to use mine. But you know, <laughs> you know how it is with people. It's like, oh, my gosh, don't use that. You're going to die. Yes. No. Um, but hold on. Back up. I was going to ask you. I cannot remember. Can you not get the bread pudding at Kona? You cannot. You can go over to the Tambu Lounge. Is, ta is it Tambu Lounge? Yeah. Yes. No. 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 Yes. I always thought it was Kona. No. It's not. No. Okay. Tambu Lounge. Okay. The Tambu Lounge, of course, where Jen, you got your, there it is. She's got her back scratcher yeah. for the back scratcher drink. <laughs> That's right. I remember when we first got it, I was like, what the, what is that? He's like, apparently it comes with a back scratcher. It's <laughs> like, interesting. Good times. Good times. Well, um, the only thing that I wanted to really talk about before we get into some stuff is the fact that Lion King comes out. Yes. Next week. This week. This week. I don't know what day it is. Right now on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 59, which is not good. Well, who's reviewing it? It's anybody who's already seen the film. So, you know, there's a lot of people that see it like before it goes, uh, like critics and stuff too, that oh, see it before it comes out in theaters and it's not looking so good. Like that's not a good, not a good sign. I don't know. I'm still going to see it. It's I'm still going to see it, but I am just really interested. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Cause they were projecting this to do like gangbusters. Yeah. So 
I think uh, Toy Story 4 has 98% Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, exactly. I still haven't seen it. No so, spoilers. <laughs> oh, so good. Jen, have you seen it? Toy Story? Yeah. yeah Toy Story Yes, oh. I did see it. Gosh. So good. Have you seen Spider-Man? I have not. Kids, I was like, can your kids see that? I don't know what the age limit is for Spider-Man. Um, the only one that they have seen is Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse. Okay. Which, okay. I don't know. They watch that camp, I think. Is it like a cartoon? Yeah, it's yeah. not part of like the Disney Marvel Spider-Man. It's yeah. its own thing, I think. Whoops. Yeah. It was, well, it's basically like four kids. Hey, here's one you can watch. <laughs> but anyways... Should we dive into some news now? Yeah, of course. Later on, we have some tips to save money in Disney mm-hmm. before and during your trip. Uh, first, let's uh, talk about some nuggets. News nuggets. Dip them in your sauce and put them in your mouth. You know, sometimes <laughs> I think about like how weird that sounds when we have someone here in the room with us. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a, we should be more embarrassed than we really are. Good giggle. Give me a good giggle. All right. You want to hit us? I laugh every single time <laughs> that I hear that in the car. People must think I'm crazy, but... It gets me every time. Oh, I laugh every time he plays it, and I'm just like sitting here, like I'm such an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> and you married the guy who's in there. That, that's like yeah. that's your every day. Exactly, he's sitting like ten feet from me right oh now. Oh my gosh! All right, hit um, us with the nug. Yeah. So my first one is that the timing uh, for opening of Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance has been announced for Disney World. Um, so it's going to be on December 5th at Walt Disney World Resort. Many it says many of the fans will recognize this date because it's actually Walt Disney's birthday. So I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, more importantly, there. three days after Greg's birthday. Okay. I didn't know that, but sure, whatever. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's what Disney was going yes. for. They're like, they didn't want to. Oh, okay. We'll do it. Well, it's like Walt's birthday, but whatever. Like, it's three days after yours. Well, it's like a fashionably late thing. They didn't want to overtake wanna... my birthday, but they, they wanted wanna... to disconnect the two things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so, and we'll talk. I have another news nugget that kind of ties into that, but we can talk about that when we get to it. It's interesting yeah, to hear well, that it's opening here first before Disneyland. I know. And that's what I told Doug. I was like, that's really weird. Like, I wonder why that is, but I don't know. I guess they just didn't get done with it. Could be. I don't know. Sure, I'm excited, some, though. Some secret stuff we just don't know that's going on. Um. Maybe speaking of secret stuff, because it's not like, no, it's official. I think Disney did announce it. Um, something that I've been thinking about, I swear I've been talking about this for years. I know I'm not alone. So I know people will maybe won't be like super excited about this. Mm -hmm. I probably won't be, but (laughs) it's another one of those times. I've said my prayers. Here we go. (laughs) I've eaten my vegetables. I've done all my homework. I swear, mom. And it's finally happening over at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. I'm as ready as I can be for this miracle. Do you know what it is? They're I doing don't. it. Jen's shaking her head. I do. They are building a walkway, finally, that connects the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom. Listen, here's the thing. There's already most of a walkway there. So mm-hmm. if you're coming from the Magic Kingdom to the Grand Floridian, you think there might be a walkway. And you like walk down this nice path that has those, uh, I forget the name of it, but the bricks that you could pay for, lots of money, and they're going to be like thrown away. Yeah. Um, and like lampposts, they even light the walkway for you. And then you get to the end and it's an end. That's it. You can't go oh, anywhere it else. Ends? It just ends. Yeah. There's so like some benches along the way. They're basically just going to be there connecting is. it. Yeah. So there's a little okay. canal there. Uh, that little body of water, I'm sure, has multiple functions. But one of those functions is to house the uh, electric water pageant parade boats that you see around Bay Lake and Seven Seas Lagoon. So... Mm-hmm. Um, there isn't a lot of information on what type of walkway this is going to turn out to be. It's possible there'll be a drawbridge there because they, if they don't change the location of where those barges are stored, 
they're going right. to have to be able to let them go by at a certain time of night. I mean, it's twice a day they're going in and out of there. It's not exactly a large interruption. Um, but I'm excited because the Grand Floridian is nice. I wouldn't say it's my like go-to resort or even like a, a vibe that I like all the time. But one of the frustrations for me for staying there was it's kind of a hassle to get back from the park. Right? right. Getting there is easy. It's one monorail stop. Right. But otherwise, unlike Bay Lake Tower or the Contemporary, there's no walking option. So you're at the mercy of the monorail line or the boat line, which are both, at, depending on time of day, very busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you could guesstimate how how long of a walk is it going to be once it's done? From it's longer that- for sure than the contemporary, I think. And I was going to say for sure. It seems like it's longer. Um, and it takes you to the edge of the resort. You right. know, like you kind of have to walk a little bit. But I would totally do it, weather I mean, permitting. you had to guesstimate, what, you think like 15, 20 minutes? I would say less than 20 minutes. I don't know. Okay. For me, contemporary at my speed of walking is somewhere between 7 and 10 minutes. I mean, it can't be more than once you get to the like TTC and you have to figure out where, like if you were to walk to your, your car or whatever. Yes. So that's, you know. it all kind of like evens out, I think. And there are some days, no matter how much I walk in the park, I don't mind walking out to leave Yeah. or to because go back to the room. People, like touching you. You're yeah. Like, I just well, that's the thing. Even if it's an extra 10 minutes of walking and I can like walk and not have to accidentally be bumped into, or yeah. my heels get clipped by someone in some type of vehicle. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. Now, it's probably different for you, Jen, because you have kids. So I would imagine extra walking is like, God, please no. (laughs) Well, I think it depends. Like if we have the stroller, it doesn't matter because we make them get in it and we just push them. You know, Um, we don't do. You always take a stroller or it just depends. Oh, we are um, outgrowing the stroller and we did a test drive of no stroller last trip. Not Not full days in the park. And it was fine. It was sort of liberating. Yeah, we were talking with Doug's family because this will be our first trip with his family where we don't have a stroller. Like in 10 years, 10, 11 years for, for them, seven or eight for us. I'm like, oh it's going to be the weirdest thing for all of us to be walking. So You've been pushing Doug in a stroller for the past seven years? <laughs> <laughs> I have seen adults straight up like put the stroller down and lay down and take naps. Like, that sounds I remember, excellent. How is this guy even fitting in this thing? But somehow he is. And it's just a regular stroller and no one's around and he's out in the stroller. I was going to ask you, Jen, have you asked the boys if they would push you in the stroller as a joke, but like see if they'd really do it? Something to think about. They, um, yeah. They're we like, have no. pushed them a lot because, yeah, we run with them. And so that's always the joke when we're in like the, uh, we have a stroller just dedicated for running. Mm-hmm. And people are always like, when are they going to push you? I'm like, I don't know. I'm still waiting. It's fine. You're like, yeah, we got about 50 years. <laughs> oh, it's sad. Yeah. Then they'll be pushing you. Um, okay. The next one I have is that they came out with Illuminations Reflections of Earth uh, mini headbands. So they're doing this for just, I guess it's for like the farewell time mm-hmm. for the Reflections of Earth. And obviously you can't see them because this is not that kind of medium, but um, <laughs> it's available now here in Epcot and it's just while supplies last. So I'm sure some people will be getting those, you know, some people are not happy to see, you know, happy to see it go. So maybe they don't want these, but I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I'll, I have a, now you, maybe you like sparked a thought in my head because I'm happy to okay. see it go. And I don't actually know about the, where you, where you fall on that. Me? Yeah. I mean, I, it's like, it is what it, like, I, can, I can't tell you the last time I actually saw it. How okay. about that? So you're, you're ready for it to go. And then Jen, how do you feel? 
Yeah, we are still not super late night people. We are morning people. So we rarely stay for any sort of nighttime extravaganza. Oh, I feel like Happily Ever After is so technological. I cannot say this. Get word. it out. We'll wait for you. Wait, hold technologically on. Technologically advanced over other shows. So, I, and I'm always comparing it to that. I'm like, yeah, I'd rather watch Happily Ever After. I mean, that's just how it is. I'm kind of. They're going to have kites, Beth. They're going to have things <laughs> flying in the air. Have you ever Googled the kite show of no. uh, the Seven Seas Lagoon? Not Seven Seas, World Showcase Lagoon? Take a minute. I don't know if it was exactly called the kite show, but there were, they did some show that involved. I think it was a daytime show that involved kites, like attached to boats that would they were zipping around the World Showcase Lagoon. Just do yourself a favor. Not right now though, because we're talking. But later on, and if you're listening to this, take a moment out and go well, on YouTube and, and find episode, it. How exhilarating it was. <laughs> it's not. It's awful and it's weird. Um, it's like watching the Shriners and the parade go around the little <laughs> go parts. <laughs> that was my favorite thing as a kid. Come on. <laughs> grown man in a little car he looks like bowser from mario kart <laughs> with a tiny hat a tiny hat oh i have no idea what we're talking about but the visual of that is funny to me <laughs> what you don't know what we're talking about no I mean, have you ever have you like did you go to parade like did y'all have parades when you were younger i mean i don't know is this a southern thing what parades are we talking I guess about it's a southern thing i don't think so no it's not a southern thing because i saw them in pennsylvania yeah oh. like it's like the town parade but there's shriners who are like and how it's zum zum cars yeah they have like little little cars and they're these big dudes and they sit in the cars and they're always in the parade and they literally just do circles and stuff and they wear these little hats oh my gosh ridiculous. okay so there's something for you to google i guess now we all have homework <laughs> talk about it next week oh my gosh <laughs> um i wish that there's a parade that involved big men little car shriners because that sounds interesting <laughs> i mean it's always like oh here they come you can't miss the shriners <laughs> <laughs> i'll throw a blue shell at them um yeah. We have an event coming to the Riviera. That was a Mario Kart reference. Otherwise, it sounds weird. Mario, to know what I'm talking about what, I'm, what am I saying? I say Mario. You say Mario. Mario. Ma- Mario. Like the Marriott, just no ot. Um, an event coming to Disney's Riviera Resort that probably none of the three of us will be going to, because uh, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But is the Mezzanotte at Topolino? So this resort isn't open yet. So obviously, neither is this restaurant. It opens in the middle of December. It's not. It's Italian because it's an Italian masquerade night for New Year's Eve. Oh, it's a big deal. I do um, love the like themed New Year's Eve party. Yeah, this is this is a if this were a movie, Leonardo DiCaprio would be in it. Okay, like in the late nineties, early nineties. This is what this is. Uh, they off they're offering a European inspired buffet. All diff- with all different kinds of food stations and tapas, artisanal cheeses, house-made breads, uh, handcrafted pastas. Interesting. They're basically uh, trying to like fill you up because you're going to be drinking a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, and it's it's supposed to be like an immersive experience mm-hmm. more than just here's like a plate of food. Have you know have something to right. eat? Um, what they're calling European desserts. They'll also be offering beverages, alcoholic and non-alcoholic. Um, is that included, or do you have this to? This is all included for this one price. The um, there'll be some entertainment that night, including a DJ, and I believe they're also offering. Well, they didn't give a whole lot of details, but some type of live performers. So it could be interesting. They do say at midnight you can head out to the. Uh, I guess it's not an observation deck, but like the outdoor seating area to catch a glimpse of the different fireworks you can see from up there. So probably Epcot and uh, maybe Hollywood Studios. I think it might be just too far away from Magic Kingdom to see at least have a good view of that. A view that they can even advertise. Right. So this is all taking place at Topolino or Topolino, which is at the the restaurant at the top of the Riviera. 
see how much. Five hundred and fifty dollars <gasps> per adult. This in, but don't oh, worry, guys. Unclench your intestines because this includes tax and gratuity. So you don't have to worry about it. You know what? Oh, Just, I was so worried. I know you were worried. Um, okay. Well, here's my question. How much would you pay for something like that? Because I would I would pay some money to go to something like that for New Year's Eve at Disney because I wouldn't want to be in a park on New Year's yes. Eve. If, if money was no object, I still, w- at a principle, wouldn't pay 550 Probably like pay- 150 I, I would say 200 would be my my yeah because it's kind of like a wedding is what this sounds well not yeah. in terms of but the well, exact it's, it's cuisine probably, but like the night probably won't be super crowded so it's limited to 200 guests uh dvc yeah. members are able to purchase their tickets first then it opens to the public two days later or something like that what do you think jen what would you pay for something like that i mean i yeah she's like i wouldn't i, mean, I, I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess like 150 would be good, but then I'm thinking like you have to buy a dress and a yes. masquerade costume. You yeah. know what I mean? Like all that. It's and a then, lot. of course, I'm like, what would I do with my kids? Yeah. And like, then I, like, you know, so. I guess it depends on who is this live entertainment. Who are we talking about? Like Backstreet well, Boys? No, no, no. I think about? it's more uh, performers to make you feel like you're in some type of real Italian masquerade party in the middle of like Buena Vista, Florida. You know what I mean? Right. They're bringing like something. Here. Like, a like they do with Edison, sort of? Yes, like the Edison, or even kind of on a smaller scale, how they have people performing on the boardwalk. Probably less kitschy. This is, seems like it's going to be more serious. Um, so yeah, the Edison's I probably the closest. So for $500. $550 per person. Um, I have this problem, guys. Let me, let me admit something to you all. Um, I try not to, and, and there's a lot of negativity out there, right? And I don't really understand why people feel the need. But someone commented on on this news story on, on a website, one of the ones that I still go to. <laughs> um, and they just were complaining about how Walt would this is like the typical thing that people say when they want to start drama is Walt will be rolling over in his grave because by the way everyone you know is a Walt Disney expert right they've all met right. him personally mm-hmm. um, but these events that apparently tick some people off never bother me because they're just not my thing right so like yeah. this is clearly with a limited number of guests 200 people this is obviously not for everyone it's actually for a teeny tiny number of people right. so like let them do it well, they're going to they- be why do they say that he would be rolling over in his grave? Well, there's a, a quote from way back in the day that said he wants Disneyland to be affordable for all and blah, blah, oh. blah, blah. And they're kind of twisting those oh. words until you can't have expensive things. But by the way, Hello Club 33, it's I'm existed for years. Sure. And I'm um, also pretty sure we passed that barrier a long time ago. Yeah. Have they seen the annual pass prices? I mean. So, uh, but this stuff doesn't price? bother me. And I don't think that we're pricing people out because this is an optional event. There are so many yeah. things you can do at no additional cost. Although the ticket for Magic Kingdom is more expensive that day than other days. But fireworks are always free. Usually resorts do things at times of holidays. Which, by the way, um, if you're planning on, or if you're like kind of on the fence about going to Disney around a holiday, some of the smaller holidays too, uh, not to rank holidays, but holidays like Easter or Earth Day and things like that, um, hotels tend to do things for it. Meaning like have character meet and greets at actual resorts. Probably not all of them. I, it might be just the deluxe and moderate. But I've physically been there. But they just kind of like hop out and then boom, you got all these free things that you didn't even know existed. Did y'all see where like it was ESPN zone, I think, uh, was auctioning off on eBay. This It was like this whole Disney package, including the Cinderella suite. Oh, fancy. No. <gasps> yeah. And it was going for like, I think they estimated it was going to be like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Probably. Of but I think when Doug checked it, it was already at like 30,000 maybe. Oof. Like something crazy, but the package was like insane. But I mean, it's the first time I think that anyone's ever been able to actually like purchase staying at the Cinderella suite. 
And I'm pretty sure it was for New Year's. It's a New Year's Could Eve be. thing that they auctioned off. Did they say that money was going to charity? Uh, I'm sure of it, but I have no idea. I hope so, because otherwise. I'll have to get them to find the source, because I can't remember where we read it. But. Yeah, if I, have a, if I had to guess, I would say it probably is. Um, okay, so my last news nug was that they finally released uh, information about Galaxy's Edge Passholder Preview. So the previews will take place on select days in August. If you are a Platinum, Platinum Plus, or Premier Pass holder, you're eligible to register. I think they're sending that out through an email. Um, it says you can register for one of the preview time slots, and registered pass holders can bring a guest with them. However, that guest must also have a valid Platinum, Platinum Plus, or Premier Pass. So that's what they've announced. Um, I guess cast members, they have announced that they're doing a cast member preview, but they are allowed to take any guest. Uh, but if you are just simply a pass holder guest, you have to take another pass holder guest. Correct. And you have to be in the certain categories. Yes. And then it also says that once you register, the guest that you register also has to be on your friends and family list on your My Disney experience. And you have to have the option of sharing all your plans with them. Yes. If you're wondering why, that just means when you go to register, you then have to pick their name in your drop down list of names. Yeah. Those are the only people that you can pick. Yes. So add them first. If you if you have yeah. someone in mind, now is a good time. Add them. Yeah, very, uh, it's very specific, and it just says email invitations for the pass, pass holder preview will be sent later this summer. So I don't know when exactly those will go out. Um, I uh, just realized I didn't admit what I was looking to admit, so I commented on that guy's comment. I responded. Oh, yeah. I try not to. I forgot that was the whole point of that freaking story. Was gotcha. uh, I he was replied? Trolling you. He was trolling you, and he told me. I know, and the guy, the username was Common Sense zero three three or something. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh, gosh. this guy. I've been thinking about it for three days. So yeah. I finally did it, and I was very polite, and I basically said, "Just you do you, and let people do their thing." Because yeah. although there were people spending eleven hundred dollars eating dinner, I'm going to be at the Cosmic Rays having a kids meal and enjoying my life because that's how I operate. You know what I mean? So like, it's it's shocking when people are rude to you and they've like they don't know you. It's like, dude, why? I mean, why you got to like you don't know this person. Should I start like, playing oh. a need to calm down now? Is this the opportunity to, to play some Taylor Swift? <laughs> well, I remember I was in um I'm in a Facebook Disney group and I remember I posted something one time asking for suggestions and I was you know how a lot of times people will say like best place to get food at Magic Kingdom and go. Yes. And then people start commenting. Well, this guy got on there and just started like berating Oh my gosh. And there were people commenting on his comment. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like get <laughs> over yourself, dude. You have nothing better to do but then to like troll people's Post in a Disney group, like, come on. Sometimes they don't. They, it's actually true. They God. don't have anything better to do. So, looked at, yeah, and that's my rant. But I was all like, right, okay. Well, I guess Beth and I rant. Did anyone want to rant about Jen before we move yeah, on to some yeah. history? Sorry, we're not trying to be negative. It just happened. <laughs> it's okay. I okay. totally get it. Ooh, I feel good. I feel good. Um, <laughs> all right, let's jump into some history. Yeah, which we yeah. still don't have intro music for. Yeah, we don't have intro music for, but. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about something that happened in 1975. Mm, tell is, me all about it. I'll tell you all about it. Uh, Disney announced some plans. Take a guess what it's for. You don't know what this is? We're going to be not friends in 30 seconds. I know seconds. what it is. I know okay. what it is. What is it? Like, it's Epcot. It is Epcot, yeah. They announced their plans. For, uh, Waiting for Judy Dench's voice to come on. Well, this is just some. <laughs> this is the Epcot entrance music loop, which on YouTube has 1.7 million views, and about half of that's me. Get so, it, Epcot. Yeah, I mean, this is like, how do you go wrong with this? I assume, Jen, you do a lot of running. This must be the music that's playing in your ear. <laughs> Definitely my training playlist. <laughs> this She's is really on your. This is like mile 18. Yes. 
<laughs> you have a rocky montage really where you're, you're punching like the big things of like beef in a in a freezer locker thing somewhere, and this is what's fun. <laughs> So in 1975, this week, the Disney company announced plans to build an experimental prototype community of tomorrow in Florida. Of course, it opened up. Did I say Florida? Not Florida. Like I really live here now. Florida. Florida. Um, (laughs) Of course, it opened up uh, six years, seven years later, 1982. Took some time, but they uh, just announced the plans this week in 1975. My favorite fact about Epcot is that Walt Disney actually wanted it to be like a real community. Yeah. Like, he wanted people to legitimately live there and be... I'm like, can you imagine yes. what that would look like today? Well... Ooh. Yeah, celebration. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that too, I guess. Real bougie. Real bougie. But I know, but I mean, but there were... I mean, I guess you could only fit so many people in there, so it would definitely be kind of elite, like, you know. Like masquerade ball elite? Yeah, yeah that's a lot. Basically. 200 people. That's 100 couples yeah, of people. There you go. Property, the property value would be there. Yeah. Are you done with your clip? I, I, mean, I don't want to be done. I want to keep, just keep going. This is all about you, Greg. I was really hoping we get to the wait. Give me a second because I really want to get to the <laughs> to the good Epcot music because there's some like there's some good stuff. It's YouTube though. I'm about to hit an ad. There's good Epcot music. Here we go. Wait, guys. I don't know why we have wars in the world. If they would just put these over the PA systems in the countries. Here we go. Hold on. It's such classic Epcot. If, oh, it's like uh, that scene in Shawshank Redemption when he he locks himself in the um, the warden's office and plays the music over the intercom. See, this could happen. Listen, I have a friend who is a diehard Epcot music fan, fanatic, and expert. So I think we should have him on soon and do a... That's a, 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 that's a ep- lot of titles. An episode... I just made that up. An episode dedicated to the history of Epcot music because Epcot. there's some good bops of Epcot, by the way. Epcot bop. This is one of them. Oh, it's guys, it's getting good. <laughs> All right, people are probably driving off the road or shutting this off. Okay, <laughs> hit us with some history, man. Oh, I need, I need my music oh, now. Oh, it came oh. back. It came oh, back. <laughs> Can you play my clip? I don't know. You, you know have a clip? You know what it is. You played it right before we started. Uh, what is it? You know what it is. You played it right before we started. Um, I don't remember. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I don't know if we're like beating this this thing to death, but like this Never. it's just listen to it. Oh my that's so terrible. Uh, what's okay. happening? Wait, what's happening to him though? Oh my this to me this is like this is a cold <laughs> case, right? I need that's, to know this is an unsolved mystery. What was happening to this voice actor? That's how I felt after you played your song for so long. Oh my Okay, anyway. Jen's <laughs> over there losing it. <laughs> Oh, okay. So my um, my historical fact in 1995, <laughs> um, Disney's wedding pavilion, located south of the Grand Floridian Beach Resort, opens. So it's built on a private island surrounded by the Seven Seas Lagoon. Uh, it uh, is a glass enclosed Victorian style non denominational chapel available mm-hmm. for weddings, vow renewals, and commitment ceremonies. And the chapel can seat up to 300 guests. I'm excited to one day renew my vowels there. Vowels, oh, you said yeah. vows. I'm sorry, I misheard. Um, you buy a vow. And if you remember JT and Mariah, who came on our show to talk about their uh, Disney engagement, they, I believe, they uh, okay. are doing their ceremony uh, there at the mm-hmm. wedding pavilion. I know they just did their sampling there recently. Fancy. And it also says that Disney um, Imagineers designed the site so that the Cinderella Castle is framed in two views. Yeah, there's an archway back there. If you stand right in it, it's right there. Ooh. 
Yep. So it's through a window behind the indoor altar where ceremonies are held and through a hedge arch outside the chapel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Makes for some really great bridal portraits. <laughs> That's what I care about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you too. You could do your own groom portraits. So anyway. as you know, Nicole and I are hashtag wallet motivated. Um, which we thought would rule us out from doing a Disney wedding. And it's really not the most expensive thing you'll ever do. We didn't get married there at the wedding pavilion. Um, oh, and I guess speaking of being wallet motivated, which may be the only tattoo I'll ever get. Um, let's talk about some ways to save money during your Disney trip before your Disney trip. And it's not random that Jen is with us today because she has several articles on DisneyDreamCo.com. The titles of those articles are the ones that probably most relevant today. So I'm sure you're going to talk about some stuff that maybe you've mentioned before. But if uh, anyone wants more information, DisneyDreamCo.com, there is a ways to make money for Disney and ways to save on your Disney vacation. And maybe the most important one, well, I'm calling it, well, this is an opinion. This is not a fact, but it's like kind of a fact, um, was I know you recently stayed at Saratoga Springs, which is a deluxe resort. It happens to be an all Disney Vacation Club resort. Doesn't mean you have to be a member to stay there. It just means all of their rooms are villas. Um, and you did that by renting points, which is kind yes. of a hot button issue because not everyone is very comfortable with the idea. They don't fully understand it because technically you're giving someone money and you're using their points. And there's like a little bit of faith, trust in pixie dust involved in there to, to actually get your reservation. But it is such a great way to do it. So I'm curious to hear how your experience went and what that's like. And would you recommend it? Well, and I also want to point yeah. out that I have asked Jen like multiple times to explain it to me and she has, and I'm still like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, you just go for it, girl. I know you're like the guru of saving money. She, you've helped Doug and I with a bunch of stuff. So, yeah. So I went through a broker to, to do this. So it wasn't like I just, you know, messaged someone in a forum mm-hmm. <laughs> to rent their points. Yes. Mm-hmm. But do people do that? Yes. Greg does. Okay. Yes. Oh, Greg does. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. There you go. So we went through dvcrentalstore.com. Not a sponsor. Um, not a sponsor. Didn't pay me to do this. That's just who we use. There are other places that you can use. Um, and so basically what I did was they have um, really discounted points um, that have an expiration date and people like a fire sale on points, if you will. So let's just say I have 100 points and I can't get to Disney, although I don't know why you <laughs> wouldn't have these excess points. It's never my problem. Um, but you need to get them, you know, rented out so you basically don't lose them. And so they have a form on this website and you go in and request a room. If it's a last minute deal, they said it's typically just Old Key West or Saratoga Springs because they're the largest resorts and they have rooms available. Um, but I was able to get um, Saratoga Springs for $144 when it's normally, I think I looked it up, like the rack rate was $462 a night. For and a the, studio room, yeah. Or a studio room, yep. yeah. This is just like a pull-out couch and a bed. And the Florida rate was like still like $250. Wow. Saving that yeah. paper. Yeah, and it's it's so if those numbers mean anything to you, it's important to check it out. Um, cause there are DVC members who don't use all of their points and rather than just letting them expire, cause essentially they're like an asset, right? You can make money with your points. So they'll rent them out to people because they can't go on their vacation. And then there are people who do it directly. So you can just find a member somewhere or there are brokers, which is what Jen used, which will kind of be the middleman for you or middle woman. And a lot <laughs> of times if it's last minute, they'll only charge you like $8 a point. And you're like, well, what does that mean? $8 a point. So a certain number of points is what it costs to stay at a room. 
So just as an example, sometimes during the certain season, Old Key West is 10 points a night on a weeknight. So if you can score $8 a point for 10 points a night, that's 80 bucks. That's like a that's an extreme version of it. But more realistically, in the 1 to 150, 200 range, or maybe a little bit less, is like a great deal for a deluxe resort. So like Saratoga is usually between like 12 or 16 points a night, depending on whether it's a preferred studio or regular. It's so like multiply that by 8 or even 10 is not a bad price mm. per night. You I do... still feel like I need a chart. I need like a whiteboard and a video explaining all. <laughs> well, they things. do all the work for you. You just tell them what dates you want, and they'll tell you what's yeah. available, and how much it costs. And typically, like just like Jen mentioned, I mean, Saratoga has I think uh, twelve hundred plus rooms, which is wow. a lot for it. And it's all they're yeah. all villas, so it's not like there are some that aren't or not. Like at, at Wilderness Lodge, there are some that are that are not DVC, but it's all DVC, and there are plenty of rooms, usually availability there, so you can and score anybody, a pretty good deal. Anybody can rent points, correct? Yeah. You don't have to be a DVC member. Yeah, you have to rent it from a DVC member. Well, yeah, but I mean, yep. you you personally don't have to be a DVC member Correct. to nope. rent points for other people. So cool. Yeah, and places yeah, like... Yeah, so there's... Good. There's three ways that you can do it. There's the very last minute points that are not assigned to a room. Um, and then there are reservations that are already booked for specific dates that people then can't use. Oh. So they have a list of those like, oh, there's a room at the poly from the first to the second and it's this price. Or you can say, I want to stay at this resort and they'll try to help you find someone to book that particular resort. So it doesn't have to be last minute. Mm-hmm. It could also be, you know, 11 months in advance. Yes. But even if it's a last minute, like let's say, like you said, the poly, do will those prices go down the closer you get if they still don't get booked or do you feel like they typically always get booked um i have seen them have like a discounted price and then reduced again if it won't okay you know if it hasn't gone so if you keep they send an email out if you keep checking it sometimes you can get a pretty good deal huh cool like that what you got greg you got one i do um I got it's a it's not as not as fun as renting other people's DVC points because I've uh-huh. rented my own my own out and I've rented from other people. If I have, this is before we you moved here, rent thine own points out. <laughs> thine own. Um, I have some interesting ways to, I guess, save a little money. So things that we did before we lived here when we would vacation here is to buy some gift cards before we got here for stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Not necessarily just to buy it so that it's out of the way. I don't feel like I have to spend money here, but I would pay less money for those gift cards right. by buying discounted gift cards. I don't know if either of you have a whole lot of experience with purchasing discounted gift cards before. Um, Jen's shaking Jen her head yes, sure. which I had a, had a feeling, yep. had a firm feeling. <laughs> so there are plenty of gift card resale websites out there. Um, before I go any further, you're probably not going to find a Disney gift card there. Because people use right. their Disney gift cards. At least in my experience, I have never found one for Disney World, but I have found like DisneyStore.com ones, which are not really that helpful, at least for me personally. Mm-hmm. But um, Raise is probably the one I use the most. Raise as in what you want at your job. Uh, R-A-I-S-E.com. Um, but if I can't find a Disney gift card, then what exactly am I talking about buying? Lots of stuff. Uh, you can probably mm-hmm. find a gift card for the airline that you use to fly. Uh, typically, Nicole and I would fly Southwest from New York to... Orlando, and that was that was our go-to because it was a direct flight and cheap. They constantly have Southwest gift cards on on this particular website, Raise.com. Again, not a sponsor, just some something that I use. If you're wondering what type of savings I'm talking about, I mean, right now there are $200 gift cards uh, up there for about 175 bucks. So yeah, it's $25. You might not think that's a lot of money, 
But it, if you if you don't think it's a lot of money, feel free to send me a check for twenty five dollars. I'll gladly accept it. <laughs> um, that stuff adds up, you know. I mean, if you're spending a thousand dollars on a family of four or five or whatever it is or more, I don't know. All if you think about that, twenty five dollars yeah. per person. That all adds up. That's if it's four people, that's a hundred bucks. You can go have a dinner, like a nice dinner somewhere for a hundred bucks. Do they have like Target gift cards on there? Because can you not get a Target gift card and then use that to purchase Disney gift cards at Target? Well, you can use your Target red card to uh you can you anymore. <gasps> what happened? Jen. You can't no, you can use your Target red card red to card, purchase yeah. a Disney you gift card. You cannot card. use a Target gift card yes. to get a Disney gift card. You w- oh, once were able to. Back in the day back in the day, guys, listen to this. Right? You could have, yeah, but they kind of stopped that. Yeah. Um, I did have that written down too. So you don't necessarily have to purchase a discounted gift cards. If you're wondering why they're discounted, by the way, it's just people who don't want that gift card because they're not going to use it. They can sell it to them, making some money off of it. Um, so it's just a community. It's a, it's like a broker in this situation. It's kind of like the DVC points. Someone's not using it. They know what someone wants it, so they're going to charge you for it. But um, we would buy Southwest gift cards just to save a little bit of money. The way that I look at it is like with Southwest, if you use a gift card or whatever, there's always some type of fee involved or something. Just add, you know, just kind of absorbed a little bit of it. We would also buy um, a Landry's gift card, usually for super cheap. Um, if you're wondering what Landry's is, it's a, a company that owns restaurants, but some of them are in Disney. T-Rex and Rainforest Cafe and Yak and Yeti over at Animal Kingdom are three restaurants you can use them at. And often, in my experience, you can find them for like 10, 15, 20% off. So no, this is not something you're going to do and get a free gift card for $100. you got to like kind of tap your expectations a little bit, but you can shave a little bit off the top and uh, and get your meal for a little bit cheaper. But for well, sure, go ahead. I was going to say, and if you are a Costco or Sam's member, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you can still get them there as well. It's like 5% off or something. Yeah, it's not like a, a huge savings, but like yeah. you do these, you cut these corners here and there, and before you know it, you're saving $50, $75, dollars or more um, on, on these things. And, and to me, that always adds up. So my number one here is to look about, look about, look to see if you can purchase some gift cards yeah. for things because you're going to spend money. <laughs> yeah, you, you're going to spend money in Disney. So you might as well kind of budget it out and spend it before you go. If you can save a little bit of money, prepay for your stuff. That's true. And um, well, and kind of going along with that one before I do one, Jen, do you have swag bucks on your list? Is that still a thing? Um, yes, that is still a thing. And you can actually use swag bucks as a shopping portal and buy gift cards through raise on that shopping portal. And you get an additional like one or 2% back on your raise purchase in this like swag bucks account. Nice. All these little ways to do it. Um, Okay. The first one that I have on there, my, it depends on how long you're going to go on a trip, but I tell people if you're going to go for like a full week or seven to 10 days or something with your family, I think it's worth one person to get an annual pass. Mm-hmm. Now tell me if you disagree, but because you save so much money when you have an annual pass on certain places to eat, you get free parking, um, 20% off on merchandise. So there's a lot of discounts to be had with an actual annual pass, depending on what state you're coming from. It can be cheaper as well. Like obviously residents get annual passes a lot cheaper, but Cause I mean, some people, I used to think, oh, annual pass, like that's for people that live in Florida, but no, it's for everybody. Doug and I loved having annual passes, but sometimes we'll have people that, you know, that we know from here and they're like, well, we're going for a whole week. And I'm like, you need to do the math and look and see if it's going to be worth it for you because it might be. Yeah. So just to clarify, you're saying that just have one person of the group buy the pass, right? But everyone else obviously has their own park admission. Yeah. 
because like a separate well, in our experience usually they're only asking for one person to show their annual pass yes. so when we uh, when we go with his family they're typically like somebody just shows the annual pass card and now we have two people so we always make sure that there's one if we have two cars we always make sure there's at least one person in each car that has the annual pass to get the free parking yes um and then we always make sure that the person with the annual pass is essentially buying the merchandise because they get 20 percent off yes now so. they do usually make the annual pass holder be the one to purchase it but there's venmo and paypal and eight Correct. other options for you to give them back their money so it's yeah. not like you have to worry about it and usually i mean if it's a family it's like well dad has the annual pass he's yes. gonna be paying for it anyway yes. so but what, what even when it comes to restaurants and stuff with getting the bill things like that they're just like okay sure let me show you and honestly a lot of times they we just have the little slider on our band and they haven't even asked to see our card yes they're just like oh you guys annual pass okay great well, i'll bring you like your check I'm like, okay <laughs> you know works for me I like that. It's a it's a, a way to think outside the box because it's an, an annual pass is an investment essentially. So if you want some of the benefits but not have to bring every member of your family into the investment, I think it's a smart idea. Yeah. Both show. What else you got, Jen? Um, let's see. I think tickets are not even always the most expensive part of the trip, right? Mm -hmm. So tickets aside, I think the food is typically the most expensive thing. So we usually try to save some money on the food. So we do do what Greg already said, always buying discounted gift cards, never pay full price for anything because you can get those discounted gift cards in a variety of ways. But then also going back to, you know, staying at a deluxe resort or a room with a kitchenette, Mm -hmm. we always bring um, a lot of snacks, breakfast, and if we're doing a day at the resort, lunch, you know, sandwiches or something for lunch by the pool. And that saves a huge amount of money. Um, and my kids actually think it's like a dream because they don't have to leave the pool and they get to eat a sandwich. So, And mommy has a little bit extra cash for a cocktail. So Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we have even, I think we went to Vero Beach, which is a DVC resort. And uh, they have regular rooms, but they also have a lot of villa rooms. And we stayed in a studio and we packed that mini fridge full of ice to keep all the stuff that we brought, you know, extra cold. And the DVC resorts also have grills, Mm. like all around the properties. And so we grilled up some burgers and dogs and all kinds of stuff and ate it out at all the, they have picnic areas and everything. So... We were real low budget when we went there. <laughs> but see, I think low budget is kind of the way to go only because I would much rather save on like eating breakfast in the room or something we always did because it's such a markup on breakfast. And even though if you compare breakfast to lunch and dinner, it's always less expensive, but the food itself is like less. So of course it's going to be less right. money. I'm not talking less quantity. I mean like they're waffles and pancakes and bacon. Like it's not a steak. So yeah. of course it's going to yeah. be less, but unless you get a, bre- a breakfast steak, I guess. Um, I would much rather kind of go slim on lunch and breakfast and have such a nicer dinner. Well, what I mean by that is go to somewhere that has an excellent dessert and not feel guilty for spending $11 on a slice (laughs) of cheesecake. Exactly. And in order to do that, I I brought my own breakfast and it's sometimes even lunch. Yeah, we usually try to pick. We're like, okay, we're only going to do, you know, like two sit downs the whole time we're there. One of them is going to be a breakfast. One of them is going to be a dinner. And then like on that day is when we're trying to figure out what other meals can we bring our bring snacks in and or, you know, we're only going to buy a snack. We're not going to buy another meal mm-hmm. because we're probably going to be pretty full from whatever that first meal was. 
or the last meal. Uh, the night that we photographed the fireworks, the Fourth of July fireworks on July third at the at the Polynesian, the one the night that I created an enemy, we created an enemy. Um, <laughs> I literally brought a lunch bag with me with an with not an ice pack. Oh, no, an ice pack is not allowed loose ice cubes anymore. Um, with just stuff, and it was like nice because yeah. I knew I was going to be tempted to eat. I don't know if you guys ever experienced this, but my body still is trained to want to eat bad food or just a lot of food whenever I walk into a Disney anything, a resort or a park. Like it's just trained like calories don't don't matter, don't exist. It's Disney Your world. Is treat yourself. <laughs> yes, it's an immediate treat yourself environment, and that's terrible for terrible for the waistline and for health and for money. So uh, it's just better to bring your own stuff, I think, for as much as you can, obviously. Um, if you are going to purchase a meal in the park, this is something that I always tell people because you probably have heard that adults can purchase kids meals. If not, don't be ashamed. You're allowed this. I'm talking about quick service. If you're at a table service, they're most likely not going to allow you to order off the kids menu unless you have some kind of sob story. Um, but a quick service locations in the parks and resorts, anybody can order a kids meal and they're always excellent because they're not normally as much money. You typically get at least one snack, if not two. Well, I shouldn't really say a snack, two sides um, and a drink. And I usually get a bottle of water. I usually will keep that with me and refill it throughout the day. But beyond just getting a kid's meal at a, at a quick service, um, I often will skip a side. So something comes with French fries, which, you know, maybe not everyone agrees with me, but I don't normally need the French fries. They're more of a comfort food. And I always feel guilty after I eat them, um, particularly because I think it's like 1% potato, the uh, park fries that they have for most meals. So if you get it without the side, usually the entrees are like a dollar or two cheaper. And okay. like, I don't know, for me, I'd rather just skip the $2, don't eat the French fries and just get my chicken nuggets and, uh, and eat something else later on in the day. Now, well, I know not every... Unless you're in treat yourself mode and well, you want the fries. Then if you're in treat yourself mode, you go to a place that has good ranch dressing, like Cosmic, well, Cosmic Rice has the creamy ranch dressing. You get those fries and you dunk and mm. you keep dunking. So something to think about. Just ask the cashier, is it possible to get just the entree without the side and see what they say? And the answer is usually yes. And it's usually about $2 cheaper, which adds up. I like that. Um, so we've kind of talked about a couple that I wrote down, but like obviously bringing in your own snacks and mm -hmm. water bottles helps mm -hmm. with we usually, I mean, again, if we have like one big meal, we'll be like, okay, we need to pack a couple snacks in because we're not going to be eating like another meal in the park after that. Um, and we usually do breakfast in, in our rooms. So we're big protein shakes for breakfast people. And those are easy for us to make. So a lot of times we'll, especially if we're on resort, we're like, make a quick protein shake, drink it on the way to the buses and be done with it. And then we're kind of ready for the rest of the day. But I love that Disney actually lets you bring in your own water bottles and food and stuff like that. Some people can bring in coolers. So coolers. Um, <laughs> but that's awesome. Because I mean, if you think about it, there's not a lot of places that allow those types of things. And you wouldn't think that Disney would be one of them. I, I mean, we have so many people that are like, they do. They let you bring in your own. Like, yes, it doesn't have to be sealed. You can bring it in, refill it, whatever you want to. There are specific places that are better than others when it comes to refilling water bottles. Um, but yeah, bring in your snacks, girls. Bring and in your snacks. All right. We've Jen. also packed an entire lunch and brought it into the parks. <laughs> yeah, like sandwiches. I mean, when when we were yeah. little. So we used to leave the park and go to our car to eat, but it's like, no, you just throw it in your backpack. Yeah. Or Tom, Tom Sawyer Island is an excellent place to yeah. eat your lunch because no one is out there and they have picnic tables. And usually that little restaurant is not open. Aunt Polly, Auntie Polly's you know or whatever. Aunt Polly's, yeah. Like 
Um, or you could be like the adventure bros and bring a, dur- a burrito in your fanny pack <laughs> and eat it right in front of the castle. Bring in your own food. Like you sneak it into the, to the movie theater. They're probably, then they're like, we don't care. Whatever you want to bring, <laughs> just bring it in. You ain't gotta, you don't have to hide it. All right. I'm interested to hear more on Jen's list. Jen's got the good stuff. Yeah, the goods, Jen. Because there's a lot of stuff oh, on wow. your there's a lot of stuff on your blog article. So I know we're only covering like the tip of the iceberg for stuff you've talked about on DisneyDreamCo.com. Um, but I do want to hear at least one more thing you got. Okay. So this is uh, exposing myself as the extreme oh. saving person that Listen, I am here. Yes. I always say there's nothing wrong with exposing yourself, despite what the law might say. <laughs> Just go for it. So the way that I have a whole article about uh, my online side hustles, if you will. Um, So I do a lot of online surveys and like we talked about swag bucks and different things like that. And I earn enough money to cover our pretty much our entire family's annual passes each year that we have had them. So it does take a bit of time and it's, you know, a little bit slow, but um it's almost like $150 a month. I'm able to sort of squirrel away from different surveys and things like that. Um, Yeah. So I have like a ton of different things that I do. So there's some things that don't take that much time. And then there's other things like swag bucks that dedicate, you know, a little bit more time to, but that's what, you know, gets us to the parks. Yeah. Do you have a couple of websites that you like are your favorites, like your go-tos for those other than swag bucks? Um, let's see. So the, probably the, you know, I do some of the grocery receipt things that mm-hmm. people have probably heard, like yes. Ibotta or, um, there's one, it, you don't earn a ton, but it's called shop kicks. Yeah. Yes. And basically, <laughs> Wait, yeah, have, you just like open that when you walk into the store and it gives you points. I have to time out and talk about, uh, Shopkick. Shop do you know that I've been booted from their application and their services three different times? Because How? I've gotten... I literally you scan got, too many things. I literally got a washing machine for zero dollars because of money I got from Shopkicks in the matter of months. This is years ago when like yeah. the rules were a little different, um, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to go to a, you could fake out the app and pretend you were in a store and go to a website and scan a barcode, um, uh, which I did routinely, and I was racking up yeah. like I don't know what the quantity was, but lots of points a day. I don't remember if it was hundreds or tens or whatever, um, and I was just cashing out twenty five dollar gift cards just like once a week or more like just yeah. to roll them in and i saved up enough best buy gift cards and i bought a washing machine with it. that is crazy do you, can you still do any of that stuff Jen? no i'm not allowed to they know they got me i don't know how i ran out of you email are officially addresses. more crazy than me yeah. yeah well this was back in the day well it was like three years ago or there's last always people years. doing hacks like you go to youtube for like pretty much anything they're like here's a hack i, yeah. I i've looked up hacks for like Disney uh, emoji blitz like multiple times. My gosh, I'm a I, listen. I was just playing emoji blitz right before, as you might imagine, right before we hacks. hopped on. There's some good hacks. Um, but anyway, I had to share the chop kick story because as much as I would do recommend it, can't. I'm not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> well, Greg's kicked out. No Back. more shop kicking. No more shop kicks. Well, Swagbucks is my favorite, and a super easy one that anyone could do is like Bing.com. Mm-hmm. Um, was like a Microsoft thing. So I basically just like, you could just like click on the news stories every mo- every morning, kind of like catch up on it. I think you get a certain amount of points. Um, but you can cash out for like Amazon. Yeah. So we use that for stuff like my handheld fan to take yes. to the parks or oh things like that. So I just gave my, my fans to um, some neighbors of ours that went because they were like, we're going this last minute trip. 
I feel like I'm not prepared. I'm like, let me give you these fans. They're amazing. And she was like, these things are incredible. <laughs> like, they, girl, the information has been handed down. <laughs> <laughs> so good. What else do we have? Greg, do you have any more? No, a little bit to add on to what Jen said. So I have done lots of surveys and stuff before. And one thing that I um, did with my surveys was I wound up earning Southwest Rapid Rewards Points. That's their loyalty program. And I would use, I normally in a, in a regular year, again, this is before we lived here. I don't need to fly here anymore. But um, at least my flight down on a trip would be free. And same thing with Nicole. So we'd get one one way for both of us free every year for a trip. That's- and like, that's a couple hundred bucks worth of a flight. Like, and, I've, yeah. and although with Southwest, you do have to pay the $5 and something like nine eleven fee, whatever, but like, it's essentially free. Um, and that's something I did with my, with my uh, points for doing surveys and stuff. So um, if you want more information on different types of surveys, please head out to Disney dream co, which is the blog for which Jen, Jen does some writing for. There are at least two articles on this topic. Um, if you're, if you, cause maybe you were feverishly taking notes while listening to Jen speak cause she's, she's laying down some facts. Is the guru. Um, yeah. There's, I mean, you talk about a ton of different things like swag bucks and the, uh, Ibotta or saving star. I have like a hundred something dollars on my saving star account. Cause can I tell you what wow. I do? Here's what I do, Jen. I, if I find that people aren't going to use that app, I will, and it's not so much here because, um, a lot of the grocery stores to here don't have like the cards, you know? I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but at least back north, yep. we'd have to scan a card in order to get like the sales for the week. So I have their card number saved in my thing. And I just add stuff that I know that they buy. So when they buy it, I get the credit <laughs> for it. Um, and sometimes, and maybe I don't always tell them I'm taking their card number. I just kind of like take it because I don't even know. They don't know. They would have. They don't know. So I got to hurt them. So uh, some, something to think about. Just, you know, ha- hassle your, your friends and family for their yeah. shopping cards if you can. Um, for some grocery stores that have the card that you need to use. So there's a couple of different, I don't know, there's at least 10 things I'm looking at this article here or, or different websites you, or nine things that you've gone to, some websites that can be helpful um, on your 10 online high, side hustles that can help you save money for Disney vacation. There's there awesome stuff. And mm-hmm. I think there's also links in there because a lot of these websites will give referral bonuses uh, for the people. So please head out to that article. Yeah. You learned this from Jen and you can reward her in this little small way <laughs> by allowing right. her some rewards bonuses uh, for, for teaching us the ways. So she can find more ways. So I will say that I do not have a lot of people that I have as referrals under me. So when I yeah. say that I'm making that money, it's because I'm making that money and yeah. not because I'm relying on, you know, referrals to sort of give me that money. So you can, you know, you can do it even if you're one person doing it and you don't have people prefer it under you love it um well i have a couple like just shorter ones that i'll throw out and then i'll be done with mine but uh one was to eat off property so doug and i if it's easier for you a lot of times we'll just we have annual passes or if you have a park hopper we will just hop in our car and we'll go over to like international (laughs) boulevard or whatever because it's not that far depending on what park you're at and we'll just go eat over there something quick uh we found a really good mexican restaurant the last time we were there but taco bell no, oh. I don't remember the name of it, uh, but we're always like, eh, it'll save us, you know, 10, 10, 15 bucks sometimes to do that. And we're, we're like, we could use a break. Let's just go like, we'll sit down somewhere and eat and it's not going to cost us, you know, 50 bucks to eat there. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And then the, uh, the only other thing that I had was to go during the times where they have the free dining plans, like go to the resorts when they have those. Cause I think that saves people a lot of money, a lot of money, depending on how a you lot use of them. Money. Yes. A lot of um, money. Wait, we're about to do an Austin Powers accent. A lot. 
Oh, no, not Austin Powers. That was Dumb and Dumber. I like you a lot. <laughs> same guy, same guy. Whatever. Well, hopefully, we've come up with some ways uh, for everyone to save some money. So uh, it's like with most things in life, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. There really is no easy way to just snap your finger and boom, you're getting a free Disney vacation or yeah. you're going to slash the cost of your vacation in half unless you steal a, you know, rob a bank. It's not going to happen. So you got to put some work into it sometimes, but not my current job, previous job for sure did my surveys and stuff while I was there um, during down times or when I was supposed to be doing work. So, you know, you know your work life, right? You know if you do or don't have some time during the day or in a certain room in your house where you get to sit down and relax for a hot minute. Hopefully not that hot. This is a weird sentence. Um, talk about the bathroom. This got very weird. I mean to say, if you can find some pockets of time. <laughs> digging the hole deeper. You're digging the hole deeper. I'm, I should really just flush and get it over with. Mm-hmm, pretty um, much. But you, you know your life. You know if you have time to. I'm losing Jen. Jen's like, why did I come on this? I don't understand what's happening. I don't happening. even know these people. Whatever. We started out with a back scratcher. Now we're talking about other things. Um, She's going to be like, please don't ever use my name in your podcast again. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. Um, but hopefully you walked away. You're walking away with something here. Uh, again, Jen's articles can be found on DisneyDreamCo.com. And Jen can be found on Instagram at her new Instagram handle, Adventures by Drennan. What? I didn't yep. know you changed it. Yes. When did you change it? I'm so out of the loop. Oh, just last recently. week. Yeah. Okay, last week. Okay. Yeah. I've definitely been out of the loop since last week. So, well, that's exciting. What is it again? Tell, tell the people again. Adventures by Drennan. Oh. Ooh, and that's with two N's in Drennan. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a Lots service. Like, oh, you know what? I'm thinking about planning a trip. Let me go talk to the Adventures by Drennan people. <laughs> oh, have you heard of Adventures by Drennan? <laughs> oh, yeah. She knows all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Beth, where can people find you? At Lost Princess Printing on all things. On all things. How about uh, you? I am at NRG Adventures on Instagram. Of course, our podcast Instagram mm-hmm. page is That Park at- Life Podcast. Website thatparklifepodcast.com. Jen, thank you so much for being on today. It's always great having a guest. Normally we have guests like pop in kind of towards the end. And so it's kind of fun to have a guest on the whole time and get your input. Thanks so. for having me. Of course. And yeah. now when we drop your name, because we name drop you all the time, people will be like, she is a real person. Oh. Wow. She's she that cheapskate. That was not <laughs> even that right. true. No. <laughs> wallet motivated, guys. Wallet, wallet motivated. motivated. And also, Jen is the guru of cocktails around Disney. So yes. if you want to know more about that, you got to look, you got to read up on that too. Yes. Uh, for sure. We'll sure have, for sure, have you back for some uh, Disney dish I made up ish cocktail edition. But until then, this has been That Park Left Podcast. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. I do have a little something I want to add because I don't know how many people actually stay to the end. So I can share this story here because it's, it. it's just us, you know, just us, just us gals. Just us girls, Gavin. Um, it's gross, though, but because I think Nicole told me I shouldn't tell the oh, story no. on the podcast. I'm telling it anyway. It's nothing to do with the bathroom. So at the at Kona Cafe, um, I didn't randomly mention that we had rolls at the table. I mentioned it then so I could bring it back up now. So okay. we had roll, um, you know, most, well, I shouldn't say most, good table service meals, in my opinion. Start with a, a roll and butter. The butter was excellent. Um but my, my nose was running, right? Like, or I, I felt like there was a, okay, there was a bat in the cave, okay? So um, I didn't have a, uh, a disposable tissue or anything. So I just kind of like, you know, like when you're like your nose yeah. itches, you just kind of like smack it with like a knuckle or something. And then I had like a little residue on my finger, um, like a little, like a little, a little nugget, right? But I didn't have a napkin or anything. And I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to eat the half of the roll I had on my plate. 
So um, it was oh. actually a full oh. roll. So I just oh, opened God. the roll and I scraped it off my finger no. and I put it back on a thing. And Nicole's like, that's so gross. And I'm like, but why? Because I'm not going to eat it and they're going to throw it out. So what's the difference? So what I'm trying to tell everybody is you got to be resourceful, right? Like if you don't I'm have an that you're No, what you <laughs> just told everybody is that you're gross. What the best part about this is. And, and your I, wife even told you that. And I wish people could see you, but I think I actually just lost Jenny. I think she may have had like just a sliver of respect for me and I it mean, just flew out the window yeah, as I'm telling this story. If the ending of our podcast wasn't bad enough, then you go in and do that Jeez. so kids moral of the story is put yeah. your boogies wherever you need to because who cares doug and i have a joke because one time i said you have a ghost in your cave and he was like <laughs> a bat in the cave and i was like i mean it's a lighter color i would say it's a ghost but if there's a ghost maybe you couldn't see it so now he's like oh i have a ghost in my cave I'm like whatever <laughs> And this is and, been... and the and the other sorry the other one that I mess up is uh, frogs on a log the ant I, ants on a log <laughs> we've always called them frogs on a log I've never heard of that I was like they're they're a lot bigger than what ants would look like on a log so I call them frogs on a log just saying just throwing that out there well hopefully everyone enjoyed our booger talk <laughs> on that part of the podcast goodbye everybody again. <laughs>